Holmes, looking at his own outstretched hand. It has fingers. The veil is gone from his face, and he is smiling. There is no crowd. Only one other person is standing beside the leper. You can't see his face, but you can see his hand on the shoulder of the healed man. This is no nature exhibit, you whisper to yourself as you turn to the next painting. In this painting, the artist's brush has captured a woman in midair, jumping from one side of the canyon to another. Her clothes are ragged, her body is frail, and her skin is pale. She looks anemic. Her eyes are desperate as she reaches for the canyon wall with both hands. On the ledge is a man. All you see her is legs, sandals, and the hem of a robe. Beneath the painting are the woman's words, if only. You step quickly to the next scene. She is standing now. The ground beneath her bare feet is solid. Her face flushes with life. Her cautious eyes look up at the half-moon of people that surround her. Standing beside her is the one she sought to touch. The caption, his words, take heart. The next portrait is surrealistic. A man's contorted face dominates the canvas. Orange hair twists against a purple background. The face stretches downward and swells at the bottom like a pear. The eyes are perpendicular slits in which a thousand tiny pupils bounce. The mouth is frozen open in a scream. You notice something odd. It's inhabited. Hundreds of spiderous creatures claw over each other. Their desperate voices are captured by the caption, Swear to God you won't torture me. Fascinated, you step to the next painting. It's the same man, but now his features are composed. His eyes, no longer wild, are round and soft. The mouth is closed, and the caption explains the sudden peace. Released. And the man is leaning forward, as if listening intently. His hand strokes his chin, and dangling from his wrist is a shackle and a chain, a broken chain. In another portrait, a scantily clothed female cowers before an angry mob of men who threaten to stone her. In the next painting, the stones lie harmlessly on the ground, littering the courtyard occupied by a surprised woman and a smiling man who stands over some pictures drawn in the dirt. In one painting, a paralytic on a pallet urges his friends not to give up as they stare at the house overflowing with people. In the next, the pallet is on the boy's shoulders as he skips out of the door of the house. In one picture, a blind man screams to a rabbi. In the next, he bows before the one to whom he screamed. Throughout the gallery, the sequence repeats itself, always two paintings, one of a person in trauma and one of a person in peace, before and after testimonials to a life-changing encounter, scene after scene of serenity eclipsing sorrow, purpose defeating pain, hope outshining hurt. But alone in the center of the hall is a single painting. It is different from the others. There are no faces, no people. The artist has dipped his brush into ancient prophecy and sketched two simple objects, a reed and a wick. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. Is there anything more frail than a bruised reed? Consider the bruised reed at the water's edge, a once slender and tall stalk of sturdy river grass it is now bowed and bent. Are you a bruised reed? Was it so long ago that you stood so tall, so proud? You were upright and sturdy, nourished by the waters and rooted in the riverbed of confidence. Then something happened. You were bruised by harsh words, a friend's anger, a spouse's betrayal, by your own failure, by religion's rigidity. And you were wounded, bent ever so slightly, your hollow reed once erect, now stooped and hidden in the bulrush.
or the smoldering wick on the candle. Is there anything closer to death than a smoldering wick, once a flame, now flickering and failing, still warm from yesterday's passion, but no fire, not yet cold, but far from hot? Was it that long ago you blazed with faith? Remember how you illuminated the path? Then came the wind, the cold wind, the harsh wind. They said your ideas were foolish. They told you your dreams were too lofty. They scolded you for challenging the time-tested. The constant wind bore down upon you. Oh, you stood strong for a moment, or maybe a lifetime. But the endless blast whipped your flickering flame, leaving you one pinch away from darkness. The bruised reed in the smoldering wick. Society knows what to do with you. The world has a place for the beaten. The world will break you off. The world will snuff you out. But the artist, a scripture proclaimed that God won't. Painted on canvas after canvas is the tender touch of a creator who has a special place for